And I titled it the Recess Show because it kind of like plays on school, recess. Mm -hmm. And every painting had a meaning. It dealt with politics, religion, uh, beauty, mm -hmm. what else, the social norm. Mm -hmm. And I tied it all into like meaning recess. Like, you know, in school you sit there, you learn. And the best thing kids learn, like about school, is recess. Yeah. So, and also kids learn when they're interacting into when they're learning, like to interact, that's how you, that's how they process things better. So I was like, man, how can I get these people to soak in what I'm doing? Mm. So I was like, okay, well, it's gonna be, I'm gonna educate them, but I'm also gonna, they're gonna be enjoying what they're looking at and they're gonna be able to like interact. They can touch it, they can walk on the side and look around and see everything. And, and I think that's how the human brain works, you know? So I was like, cool, like the crayon box. Everybody, as soon as they walked in, they went straight to the crayon box because it was something they could interact with. You can see it. You can feel it. You can. It's a life-size crayon. It's and then it cool. resonates with who you are. Because like, everybody, yeah. all of us have played with crayons. Yeah. So, yeah. Then it goes back to childhood. So, But when you look at the crayon box itself, it dealt on racial racial issues. Like, you have, like, the box itself. Yeah, that shit was cold. Yeah, it was like, you know, they have, like, I have it saying, instead of the the the, the Crayola edition, say the American edition, each crayon represents each race you know you had the white represents the white you yeah. had the well the black then represents the black because black people are actually brown you know down on black people like that like this is black yeah that's black like, yeah like, so like this is black this is black so yeah. it's like every every color played on each race and people were able to get what i was trying to convey yeah. because they saw they saw something cool that they could interact with so yeah. i was able to grab their attention so yeah. that's kind of like what recess show came from it was like i wanted to catch people attention not because I feel like people don't process a lot of things verbally and nowadays people think with their eyes so I was like how can I make people get my message so it was a bunch of artwork that was like like Donald Trump I had Donald Trump I had a painter Donald Trump but my girlfriend Amber she's like my creative director like I process everything through her once I'm finished with it and she like goes in and dissect tell me what I need to work on how can I get it out there the best way mm -hmm. so I did a painting of Donald Trump and the dollar bill was like a real dollar bill, but the dollar bill on the canvas looked like it's folded, it's coming off. There's boss on the canvas, but like I took canvas cloth, I painted it, and I kind of like, I kind of made it hard in, hard in the canvas paper so the dollar bill actually looked like it's coming off the canvas. Mm -hmm. So the the Donald Trump itself has hair on it. So it was like people were like, wow, look, he has like a lace front on. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. So. That's tight, man. I, I I was trying to make it down there. It's like you were saying earlier, the weather was bad yeah. that day, and then we were here at the store. We had just, I mean, January. We had been open for a year. Uh, let's let's rewind, man. How long have you been doing art? Uh, to be honest, I don't remember when I started doing art. I just always knew how to draw coming up. Like I just always just used to. So you started with drawing. Yeah, I started with sketching. Okay. I always sketch. Me and my cousins, we were like grab the Dragon Ball Z book. Yo, I'm gonna get Vegeta this day, like. Man, so like, I think everybody did that. Derek next door, Derek, Derek. You were talking about yeah. Derek? He told a similar story. Wayne, I know Wayne used to do that, like at school. Like I, I didn't realize that that was like a, a childhood hustle. Like you, yeah. you, like, like, oh man, draw me something. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. I didn't realize that. Hell That's yeah. crazy. Like and it just I, wasn't like. I used to make extra money, like, like in class, like, yeah. well, this up into high school. Yeah. People like, hey man, I need this project done. Like, I get thirty dollars. Damn, you can have this done. So it was a hustle for me also. Yeah. But like going back to like mm. me and my cousins, like we'll open up Dragon Ball Z book, and now I always pick like the hardest character to draw. Yeah. You know, 
I'm like, man, I'm gonna draw Vegeta. Uh, my cousin, I draw Goku. Uh, you know, we'll just every day we'll just wake up and like, man, I'm about to hop on this one today because this one gave me a hard time. Mm. So it just and as I started drawing, for me, drawing is like a memory thing. Like if I draw something one time, I don't have to see it no more. I just know how to draw without seeing it anymore. So as I drew things, it just stored in my head, and I just started making it my own. Like if I draw a cup, okay, I'm not gonna draw that cup now, but I'm about to add to it. I'm about to draw something in the cup. So. I just always sketch, I want to say around, when I turned 15, 16, that's when I started skateboarding. That's when I completely stopped drawing. Like, I didn't draw for like 16 all the way up to, wow, 16 up to probably 20. But in high school, my art instructor, his name was Keith Eccles. Uh, I remember this. This this was like- Where'd you go to high school? Higgins on okay. West Bank, yeah. My art instructor- Which Keith is a Eccles. joint school now, right? I don't know. It probably is. Like, I, wait, Landry Walker? It, no, L.W. Higgins. Okay, L.W. Higgins. You're okay. talking about, uh, you talking about walking, uh, it's L.J. You're talking about school in L.J., right? I just I know, know they, one of those schools are joined. They, yeah, they combined know. a bunch of schools yeah. in the last couple of years. But, uh, my art instructor, his name was Keith Eccles. Mm-hmm. And I remember this. He, anybody that went to Higgins on the West Bank, in the back of the building, there's two art classes. And each art class is like, full of paintings on the walls ceiling it's like just tatted full of art and he started a, he started another class that he wanted to paint mm-hmm. and he was like you know what I'm saying? he always knew I'm not a draw cause like I had his class I took his class two years in a row and he was like hey man get up there on this ceiling and fill that in and he, I was like what you want me to fill it in with he was like anything you want to so I was like oh shit I don't think I could do this so I did it so I used to always come to his class for lunch. And one day I came to his class for lunch. He was doing a coconut. Mm-hmm. This around the time Obama went in office, 2009, 2000. First one was eight. 2008? Yeah. Right, this 2008. Mm-hmm. He was doing a coconut. And I'm like, dang, who are you doing a coconut for? He was like, this for Obama. I'm like, you going, oh, somebody is going to get to the White House? He was like, no, he's inviting me to the White House. And I'm like, oh, wow. So he was like, yeah, you want to help me on it? I'm like, oh, what kind of coconut? Like, like a Zulu coconut. Oh, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, like a Zulu coconut. Oh, yeah, so he was doing a Zulu coconut. So I'm like, hell yeah! Like, you <laughs> to the White House. Yeah. So, what I took from that was like, damn, like, art could really like take you far. And I didn't never like process it. I always thought it was like something cool. Then he was like, yeah, man, help me on it. And I'm like, okay, this is tight. I'm like, damn, I need to start doing this. Like, he going to the White House. So, my senior year. Like I said, he had a new class, so I was always, like, I helped finish the whole wall. I was, when I graduated, I graduated top of my class. I was the artist of the year when I graduated. Now, when I graduated high school, I had got rec- letters of recommendation to go to Dillard, you know, take art. It wasn't my thing, because I didn't want to take out student loans, so yeah. I kind of backed away from art. I just started skateboarding, like, yeah. all day, every day. Like, yeah. I would skateboard yeah. all day, yeah. every day. So that one, I kind of, like, shied away from it until one day I was like man I'm gonna try painting and I tried painting it it didn't go too good Mm -hmm. it didn't go too good at all I had shitty paintbrushes shitty paint it was horrible so I was like fuck my mom was like you should try it again I'm like I don't have the patience he's sketching you could just get shit out erase it's like painting it's like it's too much it was too much for me and it's permanent kind of yeah and I was like nah I don't want to do it so she just came home one day from David's art store with a bunch of canvases yeah. and like great paintbrushes, yeah. like the right 
good paint. So she was like, she said, look up Terrence Osborne. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is Terrence Osborne? And it's your mom? Yeah. That's tight. She looked up Terrence Osborne. She was like, he's a local painter. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, damn, he's tight. That's cool. He blend. How the fuck he do this? So I mimicked what he was doing because I was like, man, how the fuck he do this with paint? I was amazed. So I started, like, doing paint that's kind of similar to what he was doing. Then, like, over time, he just got bored because it was like I was doing something somebody else was doing. So I was like... That ain't me. So I just stopped painting again for like, probably like half a year. I just started skateboarding again. As I was skateboarding, I met Hakish. Yeah. Hakish was in art that time. He was going to Noka. Yeah. So like every night after we skate, we were like going in my garage. Mm. And like we were just like, he'll bring his art supplies. My homie Tremaine will bring his. I'll bring mine. And we'll just come together and like just work on art, bounce ideas. And like he was just like, dude, what you're doing is tight. He was like, you could do better. And I'm like, you right. And he gave, he was like, man, like, what I got from Hakish was, do what you feel. Because yeah. I used to always, like, try to paint shit that was, like, I felt like that was gonna, my parents was gonna, like, yeah. like, street cars. I was like, nah, that ain't me. Because I, I got better ideas. So I just started, like, doing what came to mind, you yeah. know. And that's when I started doing my history, my research on art itself. And when I started learning about you know, the, the forefathers, like the typical Bosky, yeah. I, Warhol, mm -hmm. you know, Bansky, like, you learn the typical shit like that. So what really sparked me to grab getting into my style and, you know, like, doing what I feel I knew was best for me when I watched Exit Through the Gift Shop by Bansky, and I was like, this is art, like, this shit is tight, because they was breaking laws, they wasn't following rules, and I'm like, that's art, like, going against the grain. You know, doing what you feel, you know what I'm saying? Conveying messages, you know what I'm saying? Touching the people. Like, say, it, art's supposed to invoke an emotion from you. It does. Yeah, it's supposed, like, if it, if it don't, if a piece of artwork or a photo or a sketch, if it don't speak to you, if it don't pull something from you, it, 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 it kind of, it kind of hasn't done its job. It, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, after I watched that, I was like, damn, this is, this is what I want to do. Like, this is how I want to impact people, you know what I'm saying? So, I started doing my research. I just started... Then I went back to sketching. Yeah. Because now I knew I can sketch ideas out of my head. I couldn't paint them, but I could sketch them. Mm. So I just started sketching, sketching and sketching. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try and paint these ideas. And I'm going to be honest, I took it a safe route. I only yeah. used black and white when I started painting because I didn't know how to blend colors. Yeah. So I played it safe. I did black and white. Yeah. But my, the message was there. It was just black and white. So... It's a long story, so... No, I'm man, look, so, man. No, you so, ain't got to. Tell, so you, to I met, tell your story, so man. I met my girlfriend, Amber, in 2000... Let me see. This went 2018. I want to say 2013 in August. Mm -hmm. I met her on her birthday, August mm -hmm. 8th. And... Fast forward. I always paint. I go by a house. I paint. Yeah. And she was like, why you don't use color? Because yeah. she always pushed me. She yeah. was like, nah, that shit ain't cool. Like, you could do better. Yeah. And she was like, why you... You plan it safe. You using black and white. Why you don't start to blend colors? And I'm like, oh shit, I don't know how to blend colors. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna give it a try. My first try, I remember when I first painted, it was a McDonald's sign. Mm -hmm. It was a big old McDonald's sign on the canvas, and I nailed it. And I was like, oh shit, I think I got something. Then I started painting with colors and everything. Ever since then, every time I paint, I just get better and better. And it's and it just, I don't know where it comes from. It just get better. And I see things. Like if I paint something last week and I painted something new this week, I'm gonna see something I didn't see last week. Every time I paint, I see something new. 
So it was it was cool. The sculpting came about same thing. She she told me I should do sculpting. Same thing. We was at Art Basel, 2016. We was at the Scope Art Show. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time being like at an international art fair. And I was like seeing things that you could, like I said, you could feel, you could interact with. And the response he gave me was like, what the, like, how did they make this? Like, this is impossible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so this one I was, this one I said I wanted to do an art show. Mm-hmm. This was 2016, reset show was 2018. So it took me two years to do. That's two, that 2017 was the year I had those paintings. I did those paintings. And well, 2016 was the year I did those paintings. 2017 was the year they set. 2018 was the year I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take those out and do those first. But the crayon box was the only thing that was new done prior to 2017 after Art Basel. Mm-hmm. It took a whole year to do the crayon box. So, she was like, I was I was working on a cigarette painting. And she was like, why you don't make it 3D? Like, why you don't sculpt it? And I'm like, I'm like, same, I was like, with the colors. I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I don't even know what I should use, you know? And to be honest, she did the research on everything I know now. I learned it from her. Like, she did the, she, and she's not an artist. She did the research when it came to fiberglassing. Mm-hmm. Resin, putty, all that shit that I work with now, she taught me. I don't know how the fuck. She just got a good brand. That's why I pass everything to her. So she taught me. She was like, let me get back on stuff. She was like. Nah, man, that's part of it. That's yeah. part of it. Like you, like before we go on air, you heard mm-hmm. what I'm talking about yeah. earlier. It's like, man, I, I, and, and, and you know, this is like, it's like differing opinions. And like with young and with old, and it's not all with young dudes, not all with old dudes. But I'm a firm believer of, and it's funny. I was watching this bodybuilding uh, ne- documentary on Netflix yesterday because I keep seeing it. So I was like, it's like three in the morning. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this shit. And it's like these big, like steroided out dudes, yeah. and they got all these older dudes who did it back in the day, and they get right. to that point where they talk about family and the girl and all right. this, and intersplicing it with one of the subjects of the documentary right. who messing with like. This chick who he obviously like kind of sort of interested, but not really. And like one dude was like, you know, when I first got into it in the seventies, I already was married. So I like I did this, like when I'm chasing this crazy dream and the money wasn't like it was, and I'm chasing Arnold. Right. I did it with my girl in the back of my mind. Like I gotta hold her down. Blah blah blah. Right. I'm like one. I I. I'm I'm a believer in that, like like the whole like behind every great man. Yeah, is, definitely. Like you got yeah, to definitely and definitely I, I believe that because she gonna keep it real with you with yeah, your partners, not yeah yeah. And that's I, I watch a lot of Damon Dash interviews <laughs> and he always speak on like investing in women and I was like he kind of he well he's not kind he's right because a woman is gonna give you like you said she's gonna be a hundred percent like now nah, I'm not fucking with that you know what I'm saying? Did you ever see the remark he made about the Bible? No, I didn't see that. I probably did, but I probably... He was on The Breakfast Club, and I'm probably paraphrasing it, but he said, uh, he's like, that's why I don't keep guys around me. He's like... Yeah. He's like, like, you read the Bible? He's like, the Bible's a... A A book full of men. Yeah. And only one woman. Yeah, like a cutthroat, all this. He's like... And I was like, damn. I was like, that's an interpretation. That guy guy genius. Yeah. You know what? He's too... He's too outspoken. I I know. I don't want... I'm going to rephrase that, because I don't... Cause that that's me agreeing with the the what they've pegged pegged him as pegged him as right. What, but what's happened to him is he's so outspoken for his, he no really no different than Kanye West. 
And I'm not gonna go into mm-hmm. that because that's just like <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, <laughs> that is happening for this reason. He want people to talk about it. Right. Like Wayne, and I was talking about that this morning. But like, yeah, Dame gonna say what Dame believes. Right. right. No matter who's around him. Yeah. Like they, you know, they say he, they, they say he slapped. Uh, you know, uh, it was, Harvey Weinstein, the guy who's in I all heard, the trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's the story. On, on the set. Yeah, yeah, that's the story. They say he slapped him on the set of Pay yeah, the Fool because yeah. he was playing with him. Yeah, now I think about that. that. That's sixteen years ago. One of the most powerful guys in Hollywood. Right. Had all these women, you know, basically fucked over all these women for right. years. And here's this black dude from Harlem, and like the first time he played with him, just pop. It's, it's crazy. But that's the kind of you know when you look at Dame's interviews and you see where his career is going. When like he lit, he one of the only people to ever be yeah. like, I'm a butt heads with Jay Z because right. Jay Z wrong and right. I'm right. Right. You know it's yeah he he I mean they got videos of him going up to the record label like oh, I really see, like oh y'all gonna have this meeting without me yeah, yeah like, I, that's crazy uh, it's like I mean I love it I don't take I don't I don't I love it I yeah. love it because it is is I feel like if you got somebody like that it's in your him. life. You know you're gonna get yeah. the truth, no matter yeah. you like it or not. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But in the situation, it I can't I can't speak on it because I don't know. But from how it seems, it looked like it bit him in the ass in the long run. You know? It, yeah, it's it, it it it's hard to watch anybody's scenario and not know the whole thing. Yeah, right. And be like, okay, well, he was right or he was wrong. Like right. just from this angle, it's just it's like, oh well. Right. You know, but you gotta look at also like look who he birthed like he he birthed the Jay Z the Kanye Wests and like, yeah and they came from yeah. under his umbrella so it's like Dipset Dipset yeah Cameron is a very ent- yeah. good great entrepreneur so it's like he birthed a lot of important people that's here today you know yeah. what I'm saying I feel like he look he, he even was wor- like he he like we talking about the thing with with on the Phipps episode yeah. like. He he, one of the guys, and like I don't know what their relationship is like. I mean, you know, I, I read the blogs like everybody else over the last ten right. years. But he had a hand in getting currency back on the national yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, you know? I remember when he was uh, with the Black Rock, Control Blue Rock. Yeah, yeah, Blue Rock. Yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I can't really take nothing from Dame without having like, from the outside looking in, I can't take right. nothing from him. Yeah, right, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, I cut you off. So you and your, your girl was oh yeah with uh, the crayon with the, uh, the cigarette the cigarette yeah, yeah. so. Like, that's when the whole sculpting thing came. And what I liked about the sculpting, I ain't gonna say I mastered painting, but I I know it's kind of easy for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't feel the way you did all those years ago. Yeah, like... Where I, you was afraid to use color. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like... I ain't gonna say I mastered, but I know I can... It's an easy go-to. Like, I know I can paint. So, sculpting, I know every time I do it, it's not gonna be easy. And I know it's gonna take a longer time, so... That's like my new passion, like, and I like to see stuff like come together. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, "You should do sculpting." So we did the cigarette. She came out the blueprint. All I did, she pretty much built the cigarette herself. I I painted it and I sprayed it and everything. I did all that, but she came out the blueprint. She was like, "This is what we gonna do. We gonna do this. Use this. Use this. Apply this." I'm like, "Cool." Cigarette. I done it like in a, we did like in two weeks. And a crayon box. That was the. It was it was it was tough. It was tough because it was like a month of research, on how to get the whole thing together. Like how can I make? What can I use to get these tips to be like this? What can I use as a tool? So we did our full research on what we gonna use. We got that together. And then once we got the stuff, we was like, okay. Now how do you use this shit? Yeah. So now you got a YouTube. 
But thank God for YouTube, right? Yeah, I love YouTube. Yeah. I love YouTube, bro. YouTube really like, Bert, like it is. It's my teacher. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I, I love YouTube, but not only YouTube. Shout out to all the people there who are just like sharing their knowledge. That knowledge, man, that's a blessing. Yeah, like, and then I mean, and in a lot of cases, you know, they they're they're monetizing it. You know, clicks. Right, you know, right. But still, just like you and I right now, we could we'd be like, man, it would be dope if if you like. If you did a like, if you took an old car and did some sort of sculpture with that, right. and I'm sure we could Google that right now, like and definitely. And I'm sure there's guys who have like turned car because I, I in my hometown there's a guy who turned a, a old like a like a '50s like Chevy into a a flower garden, like where like like he like they completely removed the engine and stuff out Damn. the front, so like it, like the hoods popped and yeah. it's just like like a garden inside the hood. Yeah, damn, that's cool. Yeah, but I'm sure and I'm and I'm sure I'm sure there's a hundred. Hey, you know what's crazy? Not to cut y'all. Yeah. I watched, I was on, you know how you go on YouTube and you just get lost yeah, in videos yeah, and shit? Yeah. So I actually watched a video how somebody did a real car. That's crazy you said that. And I know exactly what, and I really watched the whole process. It took like, it was a team of people, yeah. you know, so it took like probably about two weeks. Yeah. It was like a life-size fucking, I think it was like a, it was an old bug. Yeah. You know, life-size car. But that's all that fiberglass and that resin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like. Yes. And that shit, that shit expensive, man. That shit crazy. But uh, the crayon box, like I said, like it was, it was a lot of trial and error. Cause the crayons, we did the crayons first, cause we felt like that was the more easiest thing to do first. Yeah. So we did the crayons. We already had the concept in mind, so we were just like let's build it. Crayons took like a, like I said, like a month research. We started putting it together. Everything, everything went smooth with the crayons. I could be honest to say. Yeah. It started getting tough when now you gotta use resin and putty and clay, like cause you gotta do the right mixture. Cause if you add too much hardness to the re to the resin or the putty, yeah. it gets hard like a rock yeah. fast and it's get hot. Yeah. So you gotta know the proper measurement. So it was a lot of times I didn't use it. Shit yeah. got hard like in two seconds. I'm trying yeah. to wipe it on the yeah. on the surface. Yeah. Shit then rocked up. So that took a long time. The crayons probably took about. About three to four months to make. Then you even watched the French, you walked the French truck, didn't you? I did. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then what took another long time to do? It was like okay, finding the right paper to wrap the crayons. Cause first I I did the graphics on the computer. I was like I'm gonna do the graphics, get this shit printed out, wrap yeah. that shit around there. But it was like nah, that's I wanted it to be exactly like a crayon. I wanted it to like. Like a crayon paper, you it's like a cardboard, like a little. It's not regular paper, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I want the actual crayons. Yeah, I didn't want to print out a regular piece yeah, it's, of paper. What, what, you know, what is that paper it's, called? We used to use one with construction paper. Yeah, like construction. Yeah, paper. it's like construction paper. So it was like, damn, how can I find these colors of construction paper? Damn, I haven't heard that phrase in twenty years. I haven't said that out loud. Construction Con paper. Yeah, you know? that's what they call it. Construction paper. In the adult world, we call it cardstock. Oh, that's what it is. It's <laughs> so yeah. Damn, that's funny. <laughs> I, no one I don't hear it no more. <laughs> So I couldn't find nobody that was like, man, I need this type of paper. I need it printed. So I was like, it was just gave me too much headache. So that took like a month of research. Finished that, had them all wrapped. And I, I was like, I'm going to just hand paint the, the logos and everything on there to work easier for me. So I hand painted it. And uh, now it was the crayon box. I had did a blueprint. I had went to U-Haul. Uh, I got a big old cardboard box to get my measurements right and shit. I built the, built the cardboard box first. Me thinking, like, 
yeah, I could use this. This gonna work. I'm gonna lay some putty over this shit. Cause I had the had the perfect blueprint. Like I had it perfect. Like the crayons fit. I was like, yeah, this shit gonna work. I put the putty over the wood. I'm like, nah, this ain't gonna work. I'm cheating myself. This mm-hmm. shit, the wood is it's cardboard. It's gonna bend. Like yeah. it ain't. I need it to be hard. So that shit didn't work. So I just backed off from the crayon box for probably like a month or two. I was like, man, this shit. I was like, I'm gonna just do the crayons and like. I'm on the canvas, but Amber was like, "Nah, that's you cheating yourself. You need the box." Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm like that box too hard. Like that shit ain't possible." Yeah. So I was like, "Fuck." Then my research, I didn't have nobody. Like I said, go to YouTube. Like let me see if somebody did a project similar to this. I was like, nobody did it. So I was like, "Man, fuck." So what I did was, I like you know what? I'm gonna find some great ass plywood. It's made out of it's made out of plywood. The body the, the body is plywood. I did, like I still had my cardboard blueprint, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm gonna do the same blueprint with the plywood. Bought the plywood, cut it, get the, the measurements and shit. Now the putty and all that was easy to lay on that because I had a harder surface to yeah. to work with. So that took that still gave me a hard time because I still didn't master the right paints to use because I use a paint. I prime something, and I learned that when you prime something, it has to at least sit for like two days. I didn't know that, cause I would spray it, I prime it, I come back like an hour later, like yeah, I'm about to spray this whole box today, whole fucking box, then like got bubbled up, yeah. chemical reaction. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck, like this shit, this ain't gonna work. So trial and error. I had to start from the beginning again. Had to take all this shit off and uh start over. So. That took probably about the crayon box took. I actually finished the, to be honest with you, I finished the crayon box the day before the show. Damn. And the fucked up part about that is I went to the gallery to set it up. Yeah. I set the they set the crayon box. I had people help me. They set the crayon box up the day before. So I went in the day of the show installing the crayons. I was like, man, I wanna have them falling out. They fell out the box and they cracked the whole tips of the crayons. So the crayons <laughs> were like fucked and it was like Two hours before the show, like I had to really get some putty and rebuild. And remember, I told you, like, prime takes two days to dry. Yeah. So, and it was raining, so the weather wouldn't even fit for me to spray these things. So, yeah. I went to Dave's Art Supply. I was like, man, I need a paint that's gonna dry quick. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In this weather. Yeah. So, I had got some paint and it came all together. But that's how it came about. But now I'm to the point now I could probably build something. With time, if I have the time, the right amount of time, I probably could. It'll take me probably about a week or two to build something. Yeah, so now it's kind of like, like, like kind of like how the painting I said came to mm-hmm. me. So now it's to the point where I can kind of like, I know the tools, I know that I know the websites to go to get these type of supplies. I got mm-hmm. the tools, so it's like, it'll take probably about a week and a half to build something now. Sculpture's tight, man. I fuck with sculpture. My roommate in college, that's he was an art major, and that's yeah. his final project. He had to build something that breathed. Like it, it, it had like it had to have a, I think it was like three, three functioning motions. So he had, he used like a fifty gallon drum, uh, a couple. Of, but his like he had built this thing that like moved and breathed. What the fuck? Yeah, that's I, crazy. And he tattoos now for a living. But I just remember at the time because I was a uh, I was about a half semester a year ahead of him. Just like watching him do his senior project, like he'd be he like every night I'd be like, oh wait, you going to the studio? He's like, yup, and he'd be at the studio till like one in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's, you had him long nights. It's fun. It's frustrating. It's real frustrating. Yeah, he sometimes he'd come back like yeah, made progress. Sometimes he'd come back and like 
fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, fuck like, it. Yeah. And sometimes you gotta like, like some days I go like I wouldn't touch nothing. Like I didn't work on nothing the past two days because I was like I just need a, I need a breather. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm wake up do this every day. Fresh eyes, man. Yeah. Fresh eyes. And, and it's like I start to fuck up something. I'm like nah, let me let this shit sit. Like I'm gonna come back to it. So it's a process. It's a real process. But uh. I skipped some too. Uh, I actually got into tattooing. Yeah. Uh, I got into tattooing. I was skateboarding. Yeah. My cousin was like, "Man, you should do tattoos." And everybody asked her, "You're an artist? You draw? Yeah. Oh, you do tattoos?" Yeah. Like, nah, I don't do tattoos. But I was like, somebody was like, "Why you don't do tattoos?" So I was like, I was like, "Nah, I don't do that shit." So I bought a gun. Yeah. Bought like the 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 leather fake yeah. skin and yeah. shit. Yeah. And I, my first thing I did was a Florida leaf. Yeah. I was like, oh, I kind of got a little steady hand with it, yeah. you know. YouTube, yeah. watch tutorials and shit. I had three friends. They were like, man, you want to do better tattoo? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. So the crazy thing, like, when you... I couldn't do it. That's man, that shit, man, I had started on something big. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck? Cause uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm like, I don't even want to do this shit no more. Like, I'm already. <laughs> <racist. laughs> I'm like, fuck, I didn't... And he, like, he excited about it. I'm like, dude, like, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> it was like a... Uh, it was a it was a Mario, it was a it was a, a Mario image with him holding a flag yeah. with the checkerboard. Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, I don't want to do this shit. So after I did that, I was like, I don't want to fuck with tattooing. I was like, I don't got the patience. And I don't even finally like to be inside. Yeah, throughout the day, so I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. Then it's also expensive too, because you got to re up, got to keep reading up. You got to know the best inks. I was like, nah. I don't want to learn this shit, and I don't want I don't want to deal with too many people. Like I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's, like, and it's, it's like you said, man. It's really a thing of like you got to know your inks. You yeah, got to have like, the right. You got to have the right gun. It was a point when I was trying to like trace it. Yeah. Shit kept sticking, so yeah. it was like the process. Was like it looked like I felt like I was getting like a poke tattoo because it was to the point where I was like, why the fuck is his skin sticking? I was like, I'm like I need to stop because I ain't trying to give him no type of disease or like I'm like man this shit nerd right like that's like because I see I mean your stuff is is clean yeah. you know uh before I, I all my stuff is like t- it's like less than three years old Wayne had t- I always wanted tattoos yeah. I just never knew what I wanted to get and I was I was never gonna be one of them guys who like looked up at thirty and had this like this accident from when yeah. I was twenty years old that I, I, I got I got two in my hand I, well this one and that one yeah it was an accident and and people like man that's like to me that's one of the craziest things is when I see people with permanent body art yes and it's and it's yeah. like yo you who did that yes who yes. did that. Why'd you let them do that to you? And my first tattoo was the worst experience. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, man. It was two tattoos on my hand. And I was like, I was like 16, 17. I'm like, you know, you get a first tattoo, you probably hide it from your parents. You probably get it right here because they're not going to see you unless yeah. your shirt off. Yeah. And that's a typical f- yeah. first. And you went to, straight to your hands. I went straight to my hands with a fucking star and a music note. <laughs> and I remember to this day, I was in the kitchen washing dishes. Mm-hmm. And my mom looked over. She said, what's on your hand? And it slipped my mind that mm-hmm. fast. It was, the tattoo was like a day old. It was like the next day. Mm-hmm. She was like, what's on your hand? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, fuck, I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. Then I thought about it. I'm like, why the fuck I got tattoos on my hand? Mm-hmm. When I know I can't hide that because mm-hmm. she's going to see my hand yeah. regardless. So I was like, man, this drawing, I drew it on. <laughs> Believe me or not, I went upstairs and tried to peel that shit off. My skin was like fucked up for like the longest because I really like tried to get the ink off. Look, uh, this was my first one, just these numbers. Yeah. And I did this, and I was like, I'm going to start with these numbers. Because if I take the numbers, and I was like, after it was done, I was like, 
I fuck with this. That shit hurt in the inside. I, I, you know what? Of all of this, this was the right here. Like when I lay my hand, like the top, like if I just went straight down my forearm right here, yeah. this was the only part that hurt. Like man, it, I feel like right up in here, I felt some tension. But like boy, the backside of my that just felt that's relaxing. I fuck man, with that shit hurt. <laughs> that shit hurt for me. That's I, why I ain't never got nothing right here. No, nah, now see here it's different. I know this is gonna be real because up here at points of here it yeah. got it got intense. But like I didn't mind this at all. I thought it was I thought it was great. I, this right here feels re like this is my favorite spot. This shit yeah, was relaxing. Yeah, it's it's cool right there. I'm relaxing cool. as a motherfucker. See the inside. I I don't know if I had man. It, it, that shit hurt it. That but see, I trust. Like I like I said, I wait because I. Mm, he had tattoos. My roommate, right. he had tattoos right. at the time. And he went, he was doing a, he he was working in a hospital after we graduated. And about two and a half years into that, he was like, yo, man, I was like, I just started, a, I went and picked up a, I'm apprenticing at a tattoo yeah. shop. I'm like, oh, okay, that's tight. And like within a year, he was out right. the hospital doing it full time. Whoa. So once he had put some time in, I was like, all right, this one, because like, I know this, this is my guy. Right. I used right. to live with this dude. So right. A, I trust him. Right. B, I know his work's good. Right. And C, I'm not gonna feel crazy if I'm like, yo, we gotta stop, dog. This fucking shit hurt. <laughs> 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 shit hurt. I gotta stop. But That's yeah, like, man. You uh, know what's crazy too? The guy Taz who do tattoos and everything. Yeah. He actually offered me an apprenticeship when I was like, but I was like, nah, I don't want to do tattoos. I'm like, it felt like a job. It is a job. And I was like, I don't want to feel like I gotta wake up and do this, Look, do this he, shit every day. He. That's for him. I know that that's like the the hard part for him at times is that uh, like you deal with people who come in, and it's like a lot of like people don't people forget that you're an artist, you know. Yeah. Like he has people come in, like he literally tells me stories that are crazy. Like somebody will come in, he's had guys come in with the with the the reference the what's yeah. that the paper yeah. the wax paper. Yeah. He'll come in with people with the wax paper and the tracing taped to their arm from another tattoo shop. Nah, they like, don't like that shit. Like he'll go, like people will go to a tattoo shop, get the, the wax and the shit done for cheap, and they'll go to a better tattoo shop and be like, "Yeah, man, you can do this tattoo on me real quick." That's that's bad business. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. I don't, tattoo artists don't even like touching over other people's work. Yeah, like, they don't, especially for cover. You gotta find a guy that really like do cover ups. Cause yeah. they're like, nah, I ain't trying to fuck with no cover ups because I can make it worse. Sir. Yeah, and then if you know people come in and like, hey, we want to get matching roses today, and you be like. Mm. Like, cause the guy he works, the guy who shop he used to tattoo in up in Baton Rouge, Black Torch, the guy who owns it, Daniel. Yeah. From my understanding, I believe he only does original his like his original, original work. Right. So like you can't come in and be like, I want a cross. All right. Like, you can be like, I want a cross, and he'll be like, Okay, well I'm gonna do a cross. Cross, right? I'm gonna do it. You gonna you gonna, it's gonna be my cross. <laughs> and I like tattoo artists like that, cause it's like you're walking around with a piece of, you know, a demo on you. And, you and that's what, what it should be. You know, yeah, like it should be definitely be, because. Like if if it's something that you want that's cool and all that's great. Like I mean, I'm coming from me who got some. But like what I told him is like, look, I want to do an anchor. Uh, this is the style I, right. I prefer. Right. Do your thing. It's going like I will have no in. Like I, all I got is a suggestive input. Put right. You right. know. So like yeah, this is one of his. That, yeah, this is his piece. I, you don't have nothing to do with me. And and, and that's cool. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's like a, a permanent collective. You know, like you know. And that goes back to like the spinning. Like man, how like. You gonna spend a thousand on some jeans, right? But you spend a hundred on your tattoo, like yeah, that's ass backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's that's permanent. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't take and that it's back. on you. Yeah, it's, in and your it's skin. on you. In yeah, your skin. Definitely, definitely. I learned that with tattoos. I'm like, you know, moving forward, like I need, I want to get by me, you know, yeah. you know, getting into art yeah. and stuff. I was like, 
I want I want if like next time I get that I want it to be that artist style and yeah. I want him to you know it's like buying a piece of art what that felt like it didn't it didn't it didn't hurt it didn't hurt at all and I was like I was I was sober so it didn't hurt at all people think it hurt but now I can imagine that cause like I bet we don't like I bet you don't really don't have too many nerves right here. Yeah, and I really forget it's right there. I always forget it's right there. Oh, I mean you only see it in the mirror. Yeah, only like, Yeah, like I said, when I walk outside, I never see it, so every now and then I'll do this and be like, damn man. Like, oh, when did that happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> like what like it, I like it I got it come like, man, you know, I want I always wanted a tattoo on my face. I was like, man, I want to get something that's going to, like, maybe spark conversation, you know, people actually, like, hey. The people are thinking, like, people are like, you just got out of jail? <laughs> I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> like, you got an X on your face. Like, you thought I did something bad or something. I'm like, nah, man. I, I just noticed I the paintbrushes. Hey, paintbrushes. Yeah. I was like, and then I look, I'm like, take another, I'd be like, take a look close. I'm like, that's paintbrushes. You're like, oh, you do art? I was like, yeah, you know. Hmm. And that X, you know, what type of, you know, getting, you know, spark conversation. So it's pretty cool. I see you like me. You only got one arm. Did you stay off of that yeah, arm? Yeah, I don't want. I accept that bullshit. But other than that, I don't want to touch this arm. Same here. I said. I, I said I'm not yeah, doing nothing I'm not, on my right. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it all to. This I, I kind of like that look. You know that naked look in the. Floor. Yeah, like a clean. Like yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, you know uh, Nick Young plays for the. Uh, play for he played for the Lakers. Night. Yeah, play. yeah, Nick Young. Yeah, yeah. I saw him say one time they asked him about that. I think he has a tattoo or something on his left arm. They're like, so anything on the right? He's like, nah, that's strictly yeah. for buckets. <laughs> you know, crazy. This is my, I'm left handed. This is my yeah, this, right hand. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I like that. I'm gonna fuck with that. Yeah, I was like, like I this the this it. the business joint. I thought about it. I was like, nah, I was like, I thought I was like, man, I'm gonna get something like right here. And yeah. I was like, nah. I say leave it naked. Like I don't yeah. even touch it. So that's pretty cool. So man, you got uh, you got some stuff in the works now. I mean, we talked yeah, about got, everything you've been I got, doing. Uh, I got. Let me see. I got like. Seven pieces total I'm working on. They all new, all new concept. Me using new product, everything, mm-hmm. everything new. This the idea that I told you I had mm-hmm. made last year. Mm-hmm. I just had to get the old, the old ones out. Yeah. But uh, so everything pretty flowing easy because I already had the blueprint. Yeah. And shit. So I'm pushing for June to like, uh, like I said, I want to do like a art show. Every art show I do, I always wanted to make it an experience. You know, I don't want people to like just come in and be like, oh, look these pictures. I want you to really like get the experience like I said I want to create things that you could do a full circle view of and you could touch it or it could be something that's like like right now I'm working on like a life size balloon and it's like it looks like a real balloon so when people see it it's gonna be like you know like damn but it has a concept to it too also but I'm just saying it's a balloon I, I think I've seen you been posting yeah, the balloons so it's on like, the gram it's like, like, damn, that's like, you know, it always sparks that, like, how you did this, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's the, that's the best part about yeah, art. How, how they how do you this? do this? Yeah. So I got, and I'm making like these life-size pacifiers, like, everything has a concept, but there's just the body of it. it's like pacifiers, like this big. I'm doing two of them. So, like I said, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be like, damn, like this is a pacifier. I'm anxious. I'm anxious to see because like you, you, the 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 message behind the other shit was. Not, not, yeah. not, let me rephrase that because I'm, I'm working on removing. The 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 slang term shit from like things that I like and right, food. Right. You know, people I, like, I, food it, is the big one I started with. I was like, man, I can't be referring to what I'm eating as shit. Right. Like, it, 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 I guess I know I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But no, uh, I, when because I I, I I watched the I watched your art show yeah. from Frankie and Marty's yeah. Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, when I saw the like the crayon box was cool because right. race to me is like. Nobody want to talk about it. Yeah, everybody want to understand that, it's it. That thing everybody want everybody to got talk. an opinion. They got an right. opinion on it. Nobody want right. to talk about it. Right. But everybody wants to understand it. Right. But the cigarette, I was like, oh 
cigarette. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was man, it's cool. Like and it's like really cool. Like I want everybody to see because like if you it lights up, yeah. it looks like a real and it's like a the how the lights flow. It's like yeah. a real inhale. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's pretty cool and like I said, you get to walk around. I'm surprised nobody offered nobody tried to buy that off of you. I had got you know what's crazy? We talked about Dame Dash, one yeah. of his consultants. Yeah. Got in contact with me about buying a crayon box, yeah. so that's it was in the works. I yeah. don't know. I don't. He probably busy as hell right now, but she wanted to buy the crayon them, box. Them, those two are like some like it's. I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't recall the other two. Any of the other ones as vividly, but yeah. those two like the, yeah. the crayon box especially that yeah. should be on display somewhere. Yeah, definitely. I'm in the works of getting this, yeah. getting it somewhere. You know, because yeah. it it should be because it, and it's big too. So it's like it's. Somebody buy it, it's like, that ain't nothing you could really put in your house. Because yeah. it's like, it's heavy as fuck. And it got to be mounted and it got to be displayed high. I would like it to be displayed high, you know, how I set it up. So that's, I'm looking to get it in a few places. And that's one of my big things I'm trying to do. Like, get it get it out there into places. I would like it local so yeah. people can see something new. You know what I'm saying? Man, they ought to put that in the Children's Museum. That they yeah, in definitely. The city park. That, that'd be cool. I didn't. I didn't got contact with the with the contemporary Austin and mm-hmm. shit, but uh, yeah. that's something I'm trying to do too. Like I want to, like kind of like impact the art scene in New Orleans. Just, a, just you know, add do my part, but you know, do something new. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Cause I think people need to see new things done in new ways and a new market for art in the city. Cause I, I mean, I, I just dig that you're doing sculpture because yeah. not, not 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 it's not a shot at anybody. Like. Right. A lot of painting. There's a lot of painting right now. A right. lot of sketching. Like, like I sketch. Like, I right. got my sketcher from high. It's funny you talk about art school. Yeah, right. I, I mean, art class in high school. Right. I have all my senior year art sketches yeah, framed right. in my apartment. Dang, that's tight. I need yeah. to frame mine. That's tight. Yeah. Um, same thing. I got two of them that I did for myself, and then right. I got one up there that was actually my girlfriend at the time because right. she was in art class with me. She couldn't draw worth the shit, so I was doing, you know, first semester project. I was doing two. Second right. semester project, I was right, doing right, two. Right. Midterm, I'm doing two. two right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have kept more of them, but I kept right. only kept a couple. Um, I went. To, uh, went to t- before I forget. It's funny you say that about recess too, man, because I saw this on Twitter yesterday. This guy who's like a big, big, like well-known, like conservative pundit. Yeah. And he had a, a tweet about that about like. It was he was retweeting something that some something about like schools and he's like schools would be better off if we continue to cut ten minutes off class time and right. add that all to recess because kids learn more when they interact interacting with yeah. each other at recess than they learn at any other point during the day at school and yeah. I was like you know what I was reading some of his other tweets and that shit was just bullshit I was like but I actually agree with this idea I was like because you're right like you learn more like you learn more about business. Understanding that cats need to get good, good grades, so they're gonna right. pay you for the art. Right. Then they're gonna teach you in any class in high school. Like I always say this, it blows my mind that in, in a in the average public high school, there's not a single class about actually how to spend, earn, use, save, and just understand money. Yep. Like you know, you might have like a, a, there might be like some shit like that in your math class, and maybe you might. A little bit of economics. Yeah, look, I, was I don't know. Say, they I, don't even know they have that like a class. I was trying to think what's the class economics, but even like, like it ain't. It don't take nothing to teach some sixteen year olds. Like, look, this is how much. This is how money truly works. Works right. You know, but but I, I, I I'm just starting to reach a point where I just don't think they want nobody yeah. to know. Yeah, I feel like 
the educate the edu- educational system is outdated. Like is outdated like a motherfucker. Cause like nowadays, I mean, like my little sister, like okay, yeah. I text her. I just text her cause I was like, I wanna, I want them to be better. They sixteen. I mean, they eight. My little brother sixteen. Or my little brother seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. So you got three. Seven, I got I got three younger siblings. Uh-huh. My brother seventeen. My little sister's eighteen. I got another little sister that's nineteen. Yeah. So I just hit him with a text. I was like, "Hey, you know about credit?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I don't know." So you know, my mom she's deceased. So I was like, "I feel like that's my responsibility." I'm like, "Okay, well, I got to sit down with you and teach you these things because now you." applying for colleges, you need to understand these things. And I'm like, did I asked her like what you did they taught you about credit in school? They don't know what credit is. And it's like how? Like, that's crazy. Like they're not teaching these kids what credit is. Man, it it, it would it would it would it wouldn't it would surprise you how many adults like I, I talk to adults who don't understand like how the credit card works. Right. You know? Like, yeah, you got a credit limit on you can spin up to that. You right. you know you owe that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a certain percentage you shouldn't even spend over. Yeah, like you know that you know that that's their money, right? Yeah. They just they just letting you hold, hold it. it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's a front. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's like, I'm like, damn, like the system is outdated, and I feel like that's one of the reasons I didn't go to school for art. I felt like I didn't need a certificate to validate me as an artist. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm gonna get in debt, or oh, I got an art, I got an art degree. It's like. Okay, cool. What's next? So it's like, I feel like and with the world going on, like how the internet, social media, like it's like a whole new market. Like you don't really, they got people making ten grand a week sitting at home on a computer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, running a business yeah. off of Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I never really. I, uh, uh, I feel like a curriculum needs to be a new curriculum needs to come into the educational system about like a modified one yeah an like, updated one yeah, yeah updated one about a, you know updating like hey people are making money doing this but I guess it's a system you know it's, it's designed it's to designed, do, what it do. It, what it do you know what yeah. I'm saying it's designed for you to fund somebody work for somebody with a dream you know what I'm saying fucking right it's crazy I never uh, I never really I'll be honest I, I never really understood and I get it now. I get it now because there's things that, like in any in any craft, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I got. You. Uh, I remember what we we're saying. Um, talking about uh educational. I don't remember. We're talking about credit education, yeah. something like that. Um, but that's cool, man. That's cool that you're passing that on to your your, your little brothers and sisters, yeah, man. Definitely. That's, as as we talking about age or, or before too, right. man. It's, as I get older, man, it's it's that whole like what we here for. Right. I pretty much resolve my myself to the fact that it definitely one of the main reasons we here is for like to pass on knowledge. Yeah, definitely. Like like whether it be to your kids or to just younger people in general. Right. That's definitely you know why we here. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I always thought it was kind of crazy that there were. Like you had to go to art school, like like at a certain point, like in my opinion, art school should be a much shorter process because like once I've taught you the basics, yeah, is like isn't the rest all just interpretive and like creativity? So like, unless they're like stoking your creativity in school, it's not like, for example, if you wanted to be an accountant, right? You just gotta know the structure of accounting. You gotta know. 
math. You got to know the laws of accounting. Like right. until you know those things, it actually you you know you 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 are learning. But right. with art, so much of like what like look, you haven't even been to art school. All right. But you're a full-on artist. You've got right. your own style and you got your own, your lane and what you're sticking to. It's like, I don't think they could have taught you that. That was in you already. Right. It, maybe they'd have brought it out some at right. art school, but they couldn't have taught it to you. Yeah, definitely. I don't think they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, yeah, like you say, they wouldn't have taught it. It's, like you say, it's like something you learn a base and not like, okay, go out there and like, find, find your way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like. I mean, if you want to be an art dealer or something like that, I guess you should stay into art school. Yeah. But other than, like, if you want to be a full-blown artist, like, you have to, you're going to have, at, in, in, at any point, you're going to still have to go out there and learn and find your way and find your style. And, you know what I'm saying? So art school can't teach you that. They can teach you the history of it. And that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, if anything, like, if you was an art dealer, you, you need to go to school just so you can learn art history because yeah. you need to have history on, you know, the, the background of the stuff you're selling. All right. But there's tons of, I and because I don't know how I feel about it, I, but I would venture to say that there's probably some people you just can't teach how to paint. You can't yeah, teach yeah, how to draw. Yeah, like they just don't have like the the whole left brain right brain thing. They yeah. just the brain just don't work that way. Right. But at the same and it's the same token, have you seen any like Jim Carrey's paintings? Man, I did. I I stumbled upon. It. I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to it, but I saw it. And it's like he over here painting these like twenty by thirty foot like wild, and there's just like super just interpretive paintings from his right. own brain. His like, own brain. You couldn't have taught him that. It's yeah, just some it's, shit he's pulling from. Right, and that's cool. The like the 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 depths of his soul and his memory right. and his experiences and like with to me that's the best part about art is that it's you you see someone's art and it's you kind of. It's like them, like giving you like a glimpse into who they are, who they like are, their right. soul it and is, stuff. Right, it's it's a it's an extension of you know of you. You know what I'm saying? Like I that's why I, like I really fu- uh, like I really liked your art when I saw mm. like the stuff you did with the art show, because knowing nothing about you, it kind of reinforced the idea to me. And, you know, from you coming to the, the store opening and mm. stuff, that you was like a a community based, right. positive outlook kind of guy who's right. trying to put some positivity out there yeah, whereas definitely. a lot because there's art out there that's kind of like there's controversial art you know yeah, controversial right. in the sense of like wanting to be controversial wanting to be like yours is controversial in the sense that it's like a, a, a taboo subject like race right, right. but it put a positive spin on yeah, like right. look like the way I saw it was from the beginning we're all just these crayons in this right, box right <laughs> right like from when we're kids so it's like when we get older and like I don't like black people right, or I don't right. like white people right. or I don't like Muslims. That's just some shit that we like that somebody before us push on us. Push on us, that's true. Or or, right. or, or, or like condition us to right. believe because when as children we all just crayons in the box. Right. Like that's how I saw it. Yeah, that's true. That's you kind of grab the concept. <laughs> and I thought that was beautiful, man, right. because like that was the age for me because I'm adopted. That yeah. was the like. I didn't think about it till like I'd never thought about that until I got to kindergarten. And right. at kindergarten, I had got hit with this harsh reality of like somebody like kids, like kids my age, telling me like, "No, nah, you're different. You right. look different. You're right. different." And I'm right. like, "I know, like boys, girls, like no, right. no, nah, nah, you're different. Right. You're not one of us." And it's like, "Oh, wait, there's there's a yeah, one of yeah, us." That, man, oh. that's crazy. You speaking on that? My girlfriend Amber, she went to school in Old Metairie. She yeah. went to Catholic school. Yeah. This was her first. This is this is a crazy story. Yeah. That's crazy. Say that. She, I don't know what grade she was in. She mm. was young. She yeah. was young. She was she was really young. Yeah. Hi, I'm Amber. Yeah. She greeted 
uh, a white boy. Mm-hmm. He said, no, my dad said, use a nigger. <laughs> she went home and said, mom, what's a nigger? <laughs> Look, that's, you know what I'm saying? When I was in kindergarten or first grade, we had a similar story. We had a, a They don't, I wouldn't say substitute teacher because I know it's two different, like, because substitute teacher connotates, like, a, a, another teacher came in, but it's like somebody's, right. like, in a small town, 1993, 92, right. so somebody's, like, mom had come in as the substitute teacher, okay. and I don't remember what I was doing, I was either, like, you know, since kindergarten, first grade, so you got nap time in the middle right, of the day, shit like right. that, and I was, like, one of those kids, like, school came easy to me, I knew the answer, so, like, it was like, like, oh, raise your hand if you know the answer. I was right. always raising my hand. I right. thought like that was the point. Yeah, right. Like, raise right. your hand. Yeah, raise your hand, right? And man, I never forget this. This lady told me, because of something or the other, I think I wouldn't take a nap or like, I, I, I like, you know, that innocence of like, not knowing when to be quiet. Quiet, right? And this lady told me like, you know, you only reason you here is because your real mom and dad don't want you. And I like went home to my mom like. Ma, what what does this mean? This lady told me that my real mom and dad didn't want me. And, like, imagine, like, processing that, 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 like, eight years old. So it's like, I I learned that game real young, real early. Like, I switched schools, like, the following year because my mother was teaching at another school and she just wanted me to be close to her. And I think, now looking back on it, it probably had a lot to do with stuff like that. Right. And the school I switched to had a couple more Asian kids, had some black kids, whereas the previous school really didn't. So, like, for me, now having been through that experience, the first thing I'm thinking in my mind at, like, nine years old is, it's like, okay, I'm not black, but it looked like we get treated one way and everybody else get treated one One way. way. So, I'm going, like, my in first grade, my best friend was the biggest black kid in school because I figured, okay, if nothing else, we got this thing in common, but I'm this big and he's this big, so I'm just going to roll with him. And as I got older, it's crazy how, like, and I I joke about this all the time, like, my parents and, like, my family and, like, my girl and, like, her family, everybody thinks it's a game, but I'm serious. The United States public school system is a, a downsized, slightly safer version of the United States prison system. Oh, hell yeah. So it's like, the sooner you learn those dynamics, like... Like the sooner you say state, like you gotta like stick to your own and like, like school, like they're both institutions. Like you, you become institutionalized. Right. Like my high school, when I graduated, like I remember it just being like super segregated in that regard. Not like race segregated, but it's like certain people sat here, certain people sat here. Right. This part of the school is like right. this, and then you watch any documentary about right. prison or anything. Got the Aryan Brotherhood here. You yeah. got the you got the Mexican gangs here. Yep. You got the black gangs, and it's like we we move on a bell system. You got the guards. You got the you know like got the deans. Yeah, and it's just like damn man, it's like the same. Like, yeah. are we really in school? And that's like just go back to what you're saying. Like, there needs to be an updated curriculum, and the whole thing needs to be overhauled because all we teaching all we teaching young people at a certain point is. You got to do what you're trying to do right. outside of the eyes of the camera right. and right. the watching eyes. Right. That's true. And it's like at those ages, like your brain is like at the stage of being programmed. You know what I'm saying? Like you soaking a lot of stuff in like, uh, for instance, like my sister-in-law, she go to Kip, yeah. my little sister-in-law. And me coming up, like I said, I went to like my, from pre-K 
to eighth grade, it was like predominantly black schools. Yeah. Like it wasn't like low public predominantly, yeah. but our teachers were black also. But not only that, we learned things that like I learned who Paul L. Dunbar was. Paul L. Dunbar was, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like people, like black history that. Kids these days don't know nothing about, so it's like like my like for instance my siblings they don't know who Ruby Bridges is like they don't know like the basics and it's like and when you go into these schools I feel like kids process things different like for instance I rather kids learn from people that look like them so they can they can soak things up because how to how to how to how the black brain black brain works it's like. The the black the black mind state is is like we hear white people here so it's like if you learn it from a white person you're gonna always feel like they are greater like that's it's, it's done in religion it's done it's it, it's out there and it's like man you t- that's and it's like I was like damn like I had black teachers and all they always reminded me of my mama of my grandmother so it's like now nah, you have these younger not only do they they don't understand there's a certain way you have to teach a black kid, but the behavior patterns also, they don't know how to relate. And I think that's kind of, it's weird now to seeing a lot of those in public schools and it's it's crazy. I feel I, like. it, it's funny you say that, man, because I don't think people take that kind of thing into consideration on both sides. But I've had that conversation with my mother, my girlfriend, and it's like, for me, it's different. Like I, I'm very empathetic to the struggles of all minorities right. because, like I said, like I was on an island by myself. I'm an right. adopted Asian kid with white parents. Right. Like the Asian community as a kid, like when I started like to meet more and more Asian people, Asian, right. they're like you whitewashed. Yeah, right. In the white community, you know, I ha- that's what most of my friends were. But the any like and I, you know, I, I say this all the time, and people kind of every now and then give me side eyes, but it's like, man, it was what it was. You can side eye me all you want. Anytime I'd ever get into any kind of altercation. From seven years old to seventeen years old, whether it be uh, a, 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 a conversation that get a little heated, right. a physical altercation, anything, right. there was always this point, and I know whenever we got to that point, because right. once like chink, gook, right, anything like that right. came out, I was like, oh, okay, you've run out of you've run out of everything else, and right. now we're just we're just gonna uh, what's what I'm looking for. We've just devolved back to this, like, you look this way, I yeah, look this then, way, yeah, you wrong. Yeah, see, right, And right. that's, like, such a, that's, like, that's a program mind state from, like, hundreds, tens of hundreds of years. Ago. In this country of, like, we're up here, right. and everybody else down here, right. and I'm like you, like, and it's a slippery slope because, like, yeah, I agree, like, it, a lot of times, like, for, for young people of color in our mm. country, mm. it helps... To have somebody who looks like, like you, right. reinforcing positive thoughts, yeah, right? Because when you got somebody who don't look like you, telling you you can do it, right? And then you're like, yeah, but look at what I'm facing. They're like, yeah. that's all in your head. Yeah, it's like, right. how would you know? Right? How would you know? No, right? Like, how would you know what it feels like to be the only person who looks like this in this room? Right? And I'm being judged and being having predispositions put on you because of that right like like yeah you you're the only you're the only jeffrey in this room right. so nobody knows what it's like to be jeffrey, jeffrey right 
but Jeffrey as a white man raised in a white community right. in a right. white country right. you don't know what it's like to be Cody an Asian right. kid from the uh, like I, I was telling Wayne this the other day like the, they're about to end the Korean War that's been going on since the 50s so 20 years before I was born right. the Korean War is probably one of the sole reasons I'm here because post Korean War the beginning of the Korean War this family from America I think they're Americans they're, they're, they might be European but it's like this family from America was like we're gonna have all of these Korean kids post Korean War with no fathers because all these guys died in the mm-hmm. war, and there's tons of families in America looking to adopt children. That's, That's why there's so many Koreans here. But if there's no Korean War, that probably don't happen. So it's like That's this huge, right? major cultural, like worldwide event that happened 50 years ago is one of the biggest factors in me being yeah, here, yeah. and that shit just in like it's in the it's in the first stages of ending like last week. And it's like for me, it 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 on the on a day to day, it doesn't affect my life. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like one of the biggest uh, uh, like pendulum moments in my existence. Sense, right? Yeah, that's crazy. And if you just Joe from Kansas in America, you you probably just don't have nothing like that. That's ever yeah. gonna like the closest thing that I say would be like you watch the black guy get elected, and now you watching. <laughs> uh, a real, a real crazy, outspoken yeah. white guy get elected. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that's about it yeah, for you. Yeah, that's about it. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. About the war, that's crazy. So, so you know, so like, that's like when I saw the crayon yeah. box. To double back yeah. to the 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 whole thing, like yeah. when I saw the crayon box, man, I was like, uh, for lack of a better word, I was proud. Like I was yeah. like, man, that's that's this is what's up. Right. This is art. Right. This is what I like. This is what gets me out the house, down the street. street right. You know, because it speak like it spoke to me. Right. And I'd also just quit smoking cigarettes at the time too, so I was like, I like seeing this. Like right. this is like this is like art with the message kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Because when people, a guy told me, he was like, he was like, damn, bro, I smoke cigarettes, but I, I never feel moved. like he, he felt stupid. Like <laughs> it had fool on there, and yeah. he had like he really had a big one in his face, and it was like he like I see I like I see I think I think people nowadays think. With their eyes now, so for him to like, if I'd be like, yeah, dog, you know, cigarettes, you're a fool for smoking cigarettes. He's like, yeah, but th- a big old cigarette in your face and you processing, you like, damn, like. And think about it, it's a cigarette brand and it's called Cool. Yeah. Like they, like they, and then so you know they got all the YouTube on that. Like you can right. look at all the subliminal advertising right. of cigarettes. Like yeah, man, they like they out here trying to they out here convincing us to kill ourselves. Right. You know. And I ain't gonna for lie. money. And and to be honest, there's some people you. That smoke a cigarette, like, then they really look cool smoking a cigarette. Like, it goes with an image nowadays. It like, do, it like, do. I smoke a cigarette. That's crazy. You know what I think is crazy? And it's like, you know, I smoke weed. Uh, although I have, I've chilled on the smoking part. I've moved yeah. on to, like, uh, I'm trying to get away from, like, actual inhalation of yeah. smoke, smoke. Right, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but, yeah, man, it blows. It, and it's like, I, to each his own. Like, I ain't, you know, I ain't nobody's decider of nothing. Right. You know, but... It just blows my mind how, like, you get on Instagram nowadays and every single picture, like, it's like that's become an accessory. Like, the joint, the blunt. It is. It is yep. Like, like nobody knows how to just stand there, smile, you know, and smile and be like, yes. hey, it's me. <laughs> it's like, it's either like, my favorite one is the, this is my Instagram, this is my name, but I don't, like, I, I always put my hand yeah, over my right, face right. or my, or yeah, my forearm in front of my mouth. Right, like, right. like, bro, like, get off the it's internet. Different. Just get off the internet. Just get off the internet. So there's that one, and then there's the, like, 
I could probably pull up an Instagram right now, no offense to anybody, and like every single picture of a person will be like blunt, smoking, probably blunt. Got a bottle like this. Yeah, and it's like, yo, bro, like not only are you kind of pigeonhole painting yourself in like this corner, right? But then it's like when you when you start doing like the the like the, the bottle or the like you just advert like you just like not not you're an advertiser. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And that's crazy. I always I always been the kid that was like like you know like that ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like I always look at things in the grand scheme. Like I really look at things like okay, cool. Like you like you said like hit somebody spend five hundred dollars on some jeans, but it's spend like well, I want to pay fifty dollars for a tattoo. It's like dude, like you got it backwards. You know what I'm saying? I always look at things. I always try to make things make sense. Like for instance, like if I'm gonna. Everybody gonna have them jeans, but you the only you the yeah. only you the only audience. Yeah, and I, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think people value things like different nowadays. Like, oh, I'm gonna go buy these six hundred dollars Balenciagas, but I would not. I would refuse to go in Whole Foods and spend a hundred dollars, a hundred and fifty dollars on a week of groceries. And it's like, dude, like that's one body. There's a ton of those shoes in production, and it's like, dude, it's like, make it make sense. If you're gonna do that, yeah. make make it. Makes sense, like yeah, I got five hundred dollars shoes, but guess what? I'm eating this, this, this organic food. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like don't we the physical. You know what I'm saying? It's like the physical is there, but it's like we're about the what's inside you putting inside your body. And I always hear somebody like I got like uh third three grand outfit on, but yeah. I got a McDonald's cup in my picture. It's like dude, you you got it backwards. You know what I'm saying? Wayne and I were talking about that last week. I was complaining about that as uh. I was like, man, we living in this world where people are like, look at how much I'm, look at how much me as a person is worth, and the and the references all the tags, yeah. like literally not just the brand name tags in the shirt, yeah. but like when you touch my photo, I've let I've tagged every brand to let you know Yo. this is an off white shirt, yeah, Balenciaga jeans, yeah. you know. Uh, Air Jordan sneakers right. But meanwhile Like what's actually Inside your actual body Like right. you're not tagging McDonald's yeah. Airheads <laughs> Coca-Cola right. You know Cigarette smoke right. Hennessy And it's like You putting It's You put Every week You putting a $10,000 paint job On a car that got 400,000 miles Exactly Exactly You ain't changing the oil exactly. You know You ain't doing exactly. none of that and, and that's how you, And that's how I look at it Like do you get one hard yeah, you know what I'm saying one long. Well, you know what I'm saying you get all these things that's like mm-hmm. valuable, like really valuable, like and you choose not to value it, and that's be and it's weird. And it's like people are programmed. I know in the black community, sad mm-hmm. to say, but it's true. You know what I'm saying. Everything and it slowly transitions into all communities. It's like if you're doing something good, mm-hmm. it's bad. But when you're doing something bad, it's good. It's like you can eat a salad, mm-hmm. man. Why are you eating a salad? You need something. It's like, dude, like, I'm not just a. People like to refer to salad as eating healthy. Yeah. Let me say something else. Like, I don't know, like, probably like a, what's something, like, oh, uh, some kale or something. What is still, people no, refer you, to as a salad. I get what you're you know saying. What I'm saying? Like, you, you're not eating, you, you, you know, you went and you didn't get, you didn't get a 10-piece wing with a fry and a Coke. You were yeah. like, uh, you know what, let me get a, let me just get two pieces of chicken. I'm straight on the fries, can yeah. I get a water? Yeah. It's like, oh, why, you know, like. Right. Cause I, I I don't have to I don't have to take it to that level, level yeah, every time every time yeah and it's like people result that as and I apologize for the reference of chicken I just it's, it's fried I, chicken fried chicken is just the the most unhealthy thing I could think of that everybody you, likes I, I I stopped eating meat probably about damn I lost 
it ain't it's probably been three 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 years three years I, yeah. but I, I eat fish I'm a pescatarian I yeah. eat fish that, that, that's, it's that like seems to be hard a... to get away from seafood yeah you know I eat fish uh, I can't do it though I'm trying chicken man I'll sniff some chicken like quick like I'll no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I, and you know chicken's the one I'm trying to get away from because like it's so documented like how they doing these chickens you right, know right. I'm trying to get it's just like Man, I saw a crazy video. I don't know how true this shit was. I don't I, watch none man, of them shits a, because I'm not trying to bro, get... They had a chicken about this tall. <laughs> I was like, somebody's in a costume. Like, this is a costume, but I'm looking at it like it was real, like chicken feet. It's on YouTube. It's Think crazy. about this, right? When you walk the street now, there. But me and you go walk down Canal Street, we'll probably see a half a dozen girls and a half a dozen young guys that we think are about our age. They're probably 16, 17. Yeah, like, why are these people big. so big and mature sure, and, like, mature? Yeah, yeah. And it's... Man, it's the last 20 years, 30 years. Because I remember coming up, like, if the, what they tell you if you're trying to eat healthy, eat grilled chicken breast, right? Right. But what's in all these chickens? Right. Steroids to make them bigger, bigger so we yeah. can have more chickens. Yep. What's in all these cows? Steroids. Yeah. Make them bigger mm -hmm. so we can have more cows. So if we eat not, like, if for years and years we just eating this meat with steroids in it, drinking yeah. the milk from this cow, like, yeah. what's the long term effects? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. How to, I don't know if I don't know how to say this correctly, but at a certain point, a cow actually stopped drinking from its mother, and it's like we don't. We, we that's crazy. We the only species that drinks another species' milk. milk. Yeah, that's crazy. Every other species that's crazy. Stick to themselves. That's crazy. And, but it's, it's they made it to seem like it's normal. Like it's the right. Like I have some cashew milk. It ain't milk, but it's like hey. It's cashew milk. Almond like milk. You know, That's yeah, what I'm at. Milk. I, yeah, you know all what the fuck was so the almond like, milk. Like, dude, you rather drink. I was like, go suck from that cow breast right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go do exactly. Go do that right. Just go straight to the source. Yeah. Don't worry about it getting packaged and Pasteurized, all that. All Just that. go straight to the source. Yeah. If you're going to do it, nah. Like, well, then why do it? Just because it's got a pretty makeup on it. Like we said, like the, the outside of it. Because somebody or, told you to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, nah, dude. People are, I think people are afraid to question their reality. Yeah, because 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 nothing worse than an inconvenient yeah. truth. Because I, I got I got to that point. I remember you know at the time I was you know I grew up in a Christian well Baptist Baptist family you know mm -hmm. church and, yeah. and once I just started doing my research and when I started like doing extensive research and hearing this and reading this it was like I was like damn like my whole world just got like fucked. I'm like damn like I thought this was. This is where I'm supposed to go. This is what I'm supposed to do. You know every every now and then, yo, I come up with like a new thing to, like a new like big bullet point that's like, okay, well this is my thing. You like this is my di y'all gotta explain this one to me. And right now where I'm at is somebody gotta explain. First, it was admittedly I'm so na I was so naive and, and and foolish, but I realize it now. But by the last ten years, somebody in New Orleans put me onto this. If you just look at the map of the world. And you look at where they say all of the Jesus story happened. Yeah. And you look at the map of the world today. Right. And where that's at. Man, Jesus is not going to look nothing like all these pictures I've been seeing my whole life. Like, Jesus is going to look like yeah. you. Jesus is yeah. going to look like Wayne. Right. Okay. Cool. People are like, oh, well, you know it was written in England. But I was like, right. I know. I get that. It was made to make white people feel special. Right. That's cool, right? I'll let y'all have that one. Why is his name Jesus? Ain't a single person on that side of the planet right now with that name. Ain't, right? Ain't nobody on that side of the planet with a name. John, Luke, Luke Peter, that. Joseph. No, it's Muhammad, Muhammad, yep. Abdul, yep. Sharif. Yep. You know, 
Yep. So you telling me <laughs> that for this brief period of time, they looked this way, they sounded, they spoke. Why? Why am I even reading the Bible in English? Well, nobody speaking English, English back then. Exactly. And you know what's crazy? I always like my grandmother. She's deep in the church, yeah. and. I'd be like, I'm black Jesus. And she'll like think that's like, like I'm doing something very disrespectful. But I'm like, it's in context. That's a description of how this guy looked it. I'm like, so how are you going against that? But if I, but if you see, the, if I see a white guy walking down the street with some long hair, you're going to be like, damn, he look like Jesus. Jesus yeah. And, that's, and, and it that's, shouldn't be that. Yeah, but. Because Jesus wouldn't have looked like that. Yeah, so it's really, because I still see a guy and be like, damn, he look like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's pro oh, you like you said, a guy, big white guy, big belly, like Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we, we program like yeah. that. You know? And it's like, Jesus, a Spanish name, like Jesus. Yep. Jesus, like I'm. Yeah, that's, it's, I'm to the point like that's, that's. And it's like nobody can. It's a okay, joke. Look, okay, look. This was well, the two thousand years ago. The two thousand eighteen years ago. That's how we keep track. AD. Right. right. So you telling me two thousand eighteen years ago with no air conditioning, no major buildings, probably no shade. Right. You trying to tell me this dude wouldn't have been? He'd have been one of the. Everybody on the planet would have been so dark, like like everybody's skin would have been brown. Yep. Brown like super brown. Right. It wouldn't have had no flowing hair because there ain't no shampoo. We ain't, we not there. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like we just not there, yo. Right. right. Like, the damn sure ain't nobody named Mary. Like it's just you know I and I don't I know I, I I could talk about this now because nobody in my family listens to this and I don't want to. But it's just like, and then I always come back to this. So if y'all lie to me about these little things. Yeah. And I've been lying for 2,000 years. How do I know the lying has stopped? How do I know it yeah, stops at these yeah. little things? Like, It, it, it kind of makes you question every single thing. Because I love the Bible story. I love... Yeah, like, I there's, always, good morals I, in, in, there's good morals in it. I always say that. I like the Bible because the baseline principle of the purpose of it, before it was brought over to America and used to do what it was doing in the last 200 years, right. you know, because <laughs> right, right. I'm not even going to go there because right. some people can't even handle that. Yeah, man, trust me. I they can't even handle yeah, that the it's, Bible was used, what it was like, used like for. like telling your dad for yeah. 30 years that that wasn't your daddy. Yeah, you know yeah. Crazy. But it's like, yeah, don't, 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 you know, I, like, you know, have respect for your parents. Have respect right. for those so, who yeah, came yeah, before yeah, you. Right. Have respect for the people around you, right. you know. Don't be... Don't be jealous. Don't right. be envious. Don't be right. a, just basically don't be a piece of shit. Right. Like do unto others as you. Right. But all of this, like King Solomon, his hair and all, you know, mm -hmm. like when somebody gonna part an ocean again? But I get the metaphor of clearing the way for some people to do what's never been done. Right. But to, but but you want like. And you know we kind of wrap up on this because it's a, I think it's a good spot because it right. kind of touched back on with the crayon yeah, like, right. it, it all full circle. It's like you want people to be part of this religion where it's like and then you know Baptist, Catholic, Christian, they all right. kind of share like and you know it's like now nah, that's witchcraft over there. Right. That's witchcraft. Yeah. That's black magic. But what's more black magic than a story of coming back from the dead? And walking, walking on the on, water, water, like that's that's magic. Uh, uh, somebody coming from a rib or whatever. Look, here's my thing: the Catholics every Sunday eat and drink the blood and the body of Jesus Christ, and I'm like, man, that's wrong. That's sketchy. I went to a Catholic. That's I, sketchy. Like that. Like 
that's some preconceived can't like I don't understand this like I, I truly don't understand the symbolic nature of eating a piece of his body yeah like the, I, now that I've gotten older or, and the drinking of the blood it's like right. the symbolic nature yes but like they're like no in that moment this turns it's, into Jesus yeah, blood. I'm yeah. like well if that's the case <laughs> I'm gonna put that down y'all can have that right because if I said I'm over here drinking Steve Jobs blood Y'all would think I was, I was fucking insane. insane. Yeah, like you're crazy. Or Z better yet, I'm over here drinking Zuckerberg's blood. Yeah. But Zuckerberg over here doing some shit, shit. that nobody could have fathomed. He got the whole world. And, and you witness it. Like yeah. You see it. He yeah. got the whole world on a little string that he'd been weaving since he was a fucking junior in college. Exactly. And and you can it's it's you can see it. You can you go witness it. Like you telling me stuff that I didn't even see. So you want me to believe something I didn't even see? My grandmother didn't see. My ancestors definitely didn't see. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I always tell black people, it's like, yeah. do your research. Because I feel like black people are one of the only, well, the most people on this earth that praise something that doesn't look like them. And that's insane. We're the only person that God doesn't look like us. And it's like, I always like, do your extensive research on on the, on the, the Bible and what, it was used for when it came over here. Like it was a, it was really a like, weapon. Yeah. It was a tool yeah. to 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 trick you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I I like what this guy said. If you gonna be you gonna be good, you can go to heaven. Yeah, he was like, God said this. I don't know the guy's name, but this 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 is what he said. He said, white man had the Bible, black man had the land. White man told a black man about his head. When black man looked up, white man had the land, black man had the Bible. And it's true. Like we are the most religious people in this country but yet we're the most poorest uneducated and it's like how much praying you gonna do to solve your problem but there's you know? a church in every neighborhood man you go down Washington Avenue yeah. man it's crazy in Jackson like yeah. bro you gonna have a church 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 yeah. church and it's like look at the neighborhood and Wayne, look Wayne and I was talking about this last week and then it's like you see the church like not no, no particular one but it's big in Louisiana so yeah. I don't feel I feel comfortable saying it then you see the church. I'm calling. I'm gonna call him the church man. I'm not even calling him. You see the church man driving an S600. Probably, probably. Oh, Hummer. Not, not Greater St. Stephen's or something like that. Oh man, Baton Rouge. Man, Baton Rouge is out of control. I was in Baton Rouge for five years for school. Yeah. They got man. They got. They literally built a church out there called Healing Place Church. That's it's a, it's a. They like they built a. They built like a. Like as big as the Alario Center on the West Bank. Man, that's crazy. Like fit like ten thousand people for church. Like the mega church. It, it is. It's a, it's a mini mega church, and it's like. Okay, like, what are you doing for the community? Yeah, and that's what's important. Like, what are you really doing for the community? Because, like, if you had enough money to build this, like, couple million dollar facility. You got enough to send some kids off to college. Man, no offense, if you a, ch like, if you a church-going guy, like, I mean, not a church-going guy, like, if you were the head of a church, and your church is strongly supported by your community mm -hmm. so much that, like, you know, God, quote-unquote, God has blessed you with Bless all these with, gifts, yeah. you know? You the biggest hypocrite in the world if you're not giving up to half of that back to the community. Because what do you and your family need if you're so enlightened so, by the yeah, spirit yeah, of God, yeah. like you understand what it's about, yeah. you leading the you leading the masses? What you need a what you need a four thousand square foot house for? Oh, exactly. God wanted you to exactly. have it. Nah, exactly. God didn't give none. God didn't give none of us what He gave you. Exactly. So, so He probably wants you to give it back. Yeah, it's a business. It's a business. It's a and, business. And, and, and I read this. I don't know the source. It was like, uh, you ever notice in church, 
they don't speak on politics. No. They don't speak on politics. Not really. That is, you know, you know churches, some churches are uh, government funded. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, and it's, 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 it's forced that you don't speak that, the empowerment of your people. Because that's important. It's like, okay, you church, you, you, you know, I'm not against religion. You know, I don't judge, yeah. you know, nobody on their religion. But it's like, look at the bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? You hear the, you so-called here to help people and help people, but words can only go so far. Actions is what matters, you know what I'm saying? I could read the Bible, I could, it's like, the act. Like, what's the actions? And I feel like that's something that needs to be taken. Like, if you have a church, start a farmer's market. Kids, teach kids how to grow, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't find that the heads of these churches act anything like Jesus Christ. The Jesus Christ from the book, yeah, who was out there every day, all day, with the poorest of the poor, the reject, the most rejected, right. giving his last. Yeah, that's true. But you want to pass a basket around? You gonna make sure that basket passed around? You ain't gonna. I ain't never been to a church where they forgot to do that. Like, you gonna pass that basket around? Like, you gonna make sure you pass that basket? Around. And it's like, well, people don't know because like just some things that you don't learn till you're an adult. It's like. And that's that weekly basket. That don't even start on the people who right. are cutting the church fifty thousand, hundred thousand right. dollar checks for their for 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 whatever reason. You know, like it's it's a it's like a it's a business. It's like I look at church like it's a. I can't see. All right, you have people. Yeah. I feel like people get into church yeah. at a certain age because they feel like they gotta they gotta fix their own doings yep. in life, and it's like a place you go to. Man, like say you get made, like a lot of people get in their mid-40s. Man, I'm going to church. I want to know God because you feel like you didn't did so much dirt and you feel like you're at the end of the road that yeah. I got I to gotta, I gotta fix myself before. I, I got to start washing this bitch up. Yeah, I got to start <laughs> washing it up. So it's like I get into church, but it's like, dude, like, it's up to you to fix you. Like at the end of the day, you have to do right. You know what I'm saying? No words going to. I know I know a guy right now who's 20, 28 in church. Do so much dirt. <laughs> but he, I, he's getting into church so he can feel like he's getting. He feel like he's getting up in age. Like man, I need to fix my wrongs. But it's like, dude, you have to fix that. You have to. Yeah, just stop being a, stop being an asshole. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You have to reprogram your body. You know what I'm saying? Because everything, I feel like everything humans does is out of habit. Mm-hmm. Is out of habit and creatures of habit. Creatures of habit. Yeah. So you have to break the habit. No words. Or no many times you go to church. Three days a week is going to fix that because you're going to leave and end up doing the same thing. You have to change your habit. So that's why I'm at. That's how I'm at with like. Yeah, we're in a so similar called, spot. Yeah, like I was ready. Like I mean, uh, baptized, con- first communion, confirmed. Man, I felt bad. I did that, all of that. Man, I got baptized when I was younger. Yeah. Like, and it was like I was so programmed. Like I had friends that were like 18. They ain't been baptized. I'm like, dude, you going to hell? Like, dude, you better get baptized. And they really got baptized. And I'm like, I'm looking back. I'm like, man, that shit crazy. Like the fuck, I was like. Man, you got so many people go to church that do so much dirt. I was like, man, you got people who don't even go to church at all, but do so much positivity and give off that good energy. Because the most people in church are the ones that judge the most, really. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you go to church, the other people in church empower you to feel like we are we are the we are the the the, the higher like we are the ones uh, repenting and and, yeah. and addressing our sins. When in reality, no, you just coming here on Sunday for an hour because yeah. you feel like if you sit yeah. here for an hour, the yeah. other hundred hours of the week, yes. you could be wild magnolia. Yeah, man, they had a, <laughs> uh, they had a video on Instagram. It was a black lady. She was in a a Baptist church, yeah. 
and she got up, she went up, you know, mm-hmm. and they thought she was about to speak some empowerment <laughs> stuff and praise her, and she just went on to help. Mm-hmm. And she was like, talking about chicken, she was like, uh, she was like saying like that, this is sin, like y'all eating like doo-doo, and the church was like flipped out. They were like, man, she really talking some other shit. But it was like, like she telling the truth, like y'all me here praising when y'all leave this motherfucker, you gonna buy 20 piece, like you killing yourself, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, how you so-called up and up? So that shit funny. I think church just, it's a joke to me, you know what I'm saying? No disrespect to, you know. Nah, nah, it's, it, it's, it, it, we just talking, it's just commentary. Know, like, it's, I, my, look, my girlfriend is super Catholic. She is very religious. They, I res- they pray I, a lot. Yeah, I respect her. It's just we agree to disagree. Right. You know, I went to a Catholic funeral like a month ago. That was my first time being, like you know, going to a Catholic church. Yeah. That shit was long as hell, and it wasn't too much singing like a Baptist church, like Look, Baptist man, church, like a concert or something. The Catholic church, they they I'm gonna be on the outside for a while because they need to explain to me how much money they got in that bank in Rome. Until they tell me how much money they got in that bank in Rome. It's, it's, it's me versus them. That and they got to explain to me how come the priest can molest all these little boys. Like, that's my two big things. Yeah, that, that, like, that shit like, crazy. Molestation and economics. Right. Like, you going to tell me all about Jesus and all of his great right. wonders and deeds and how super blind-headed right. he was, but you're not going to tell me, like, about that money? <laughs> you're not going to tell that, me about that. That molesting boys, that's really, like... I don't even, when I hear that, I don't even be like be shocked. I was like, damn, somebody else just got caught. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Like, Look, man, that's weird. That's what it is. I've, I've learned. Weird. I've learned so much about like the church and how like they cover that shit up and like people get sent. Like the church in America, the Catholic Church in America. And if you're hearing this and y'all come for me, don't. I'm, I'm not playing with y'all. So just mm-hmm. be be mindful of that. Um, like if they catch a priest doing something which they would be unbecoming of the church. They handle that all in house. They send you to this like special priest jail rehab. Damn, it's not. It's not crazy. in a legal system, and it's and it's so easy to do because what they do is, you know, if if a priest say something inappropriate to a young lady or something, right. you know, and she tell her parents, you know, when her parents are gonna want to go run to the police, you know, what the police do. They go to church. You know, what the sheriff do. He go to church. So they get all get brought back in house, and it's like, oh well, we don't, you know, we gonna. Church is gonna take care yeah. of it. They're gonna, they're gonna make it right. And I'm sure there's some money. I'm sure there's money right. they get passed around. Right. Because it's like, if you do something to my child, right. and the police tell me not to press charges on the church, I'm pressing charges on the police. Yeah. Like y'all tripping? That's they do like, say the church. Like the church will handle it. The yeah. church, the church. Like man, look, the church already handled. It. That's how we got to this problem. Right, like I right. need you to handle <laughs> it now. That's crazy, but but uh. Man, thank you so much for coming through. It's been a great conversation, it, man. man. Where where can people find you so they can stay on uh, stay they, in they touch? They can with follow you? me on uh, Instagram on Instagram a lot. Uh, underscore a u u d i. That's again underscore at a u u d i. And uh, I have a show coming up. Like I said, I'm trying to push for June. If not, it's gonna be early July. Also, and I, I also want to put out there uh, just to get people heads up. Uh, there's a brand that's getting started called Black. It's by Amber. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of... It's just called Black? It's called Black, B-L-K. It's okay. a lot of great content. It's it's a conceptual brand, like, dealing with furniture, like mm-hmm. furniture, uh, design, the clothes. That should come out in June also, so... That's your girl, right? Yeah, it's going to be pretty dope. I fuck with how much yeah. you empower your girl and yeah. she empower you. That's what's up. That's yeah, tight. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's... that's that's my consultant. 
You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta, I, I pass everything through. Shit, left hand. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, cause I don't, I forget a lot of shit and I fuck up a lot. So yeah. I can be honest with that. I'm shout out to Amber. Yeah, I ain't the most accurate person out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to, you know, get that, get that heads up out there to the world. But I appreciate the company. It's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Good environment, good conversation. Thank I like you, man. That. No, I, I enjoy it. I think people, I think people have and will be very interested to hear what, your, so, what your what your mind yeah. was behind that. Because look, Frankie and Marty came back from the art show. They man, that shit was wet. That shit's yeah. crazy. And, Appreciate you know, it, man. No, nah, it was. I have to get. Nah, I have to get up with you to check those out in person. Like the yeah, definitely, and the, and the definitely, definitely. I'm looking. Actually, get my own gallery spot real soon, so I think that's something I've been focused on. So yeah. I could get people to come out, and I could have these pieces up permanent. They mm. could come in and walk out and see it. You know what I'm saying? Because I do want people to see it more. I want that's why I'm thinking about doing a pop up because mm-hmm. I can just bring everything that I created and let people see it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying because it's it's cool. It's really cool, man. It's really really cool. Thanks, yo. I appreciate, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. You have a good Thank Saturday, you. yo. Right. Definitely, definitely. And this is uh, Life Before and After the Internet with Audie, and we're out.